What's up with y'all, bro? Yeah. Hey, I'm blessed and highly favored. Yeah. 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 Let's Hold get on. into it. We, we got C. Lee and Pierre came to the studio. Hey, man, we that, fucking around, To the 209, bro? To the 209. What y'all doing over here, man? Looking for some cocaine and strippers. God damn. It's all the way to the right spot. You might have got to the right spot. So we're trying to find What y'all been on? Y'all famous now. These got Richie Rich. Nah, get the fuck out of here. All kinds of famous niggas. Shout out Rich. Shout out Rich. I ain't going to lie. Not yet, not yet. We tell Stunner Man we need him though. I said that scheduling, scheduling situations. You know, you know how that's going. We gotta get him coming too. I'm nobody. I'm glad I got an interview now around this motherfucker though. Hey, I don't know about you. Still even for the people. People know who he is. Jig, I don't know about you, bro. I'll be in this motherfucking his live Monday through Wednesday, nine a.m. nine p.m. to ten p.m. Make sure y'all check out the C live Monday through Wednesday at nine p.m. Then check out my shit on Thizzler Wednesday at seven. Thursday, 9 o'clock, Sunday at 9 o'clock. I'm doing six, seven shows a week. I'm kind of that nigga around here. You, you kind of are, I'm kind of lit. kind of are. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of lit. Shout out to my nigga Pierre in the building. Yep. We got hey, our hats. Yeah. BreakingOurSpongers.com, yeah. man. We got our collab Pierre. hats coming soon and all that good shit. So what's been These up, though? Talk to me. Pierre, yeah. you, got, you got the hat. What's, what's up with the hat? You got oh, the... man. Well, you know, me and my boy Sheely dropped yes, the hat April 9th at Vegan Mob. Y'all collabing on that? Yes, yes sir. sir. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Really? This will go the first day. Is this the first collab you're doing? Nah, I've been doing hella claps. What's our first collab doing? We've been doing each other over I've been doing them since last year. Let's get into it, bro. What made you want to collab with the boy C Legal for the people? Oh, man, it was just, uh, it just happened at the right moment. I've been knowing him 10 plus years. Uh, he started off with a clothing line, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know. I still need a sweater, motherfucker. Hey, got man. You, I still need a one. sweater. But uh, the universe, it worked in the, you know, I hollered at him, boom. It happened. We got two colorways. Show me. You know, you know nigga seen I was lit around this motherfucker. Let's just keep it Now, you seen that I'm one of the top niggas on the West Coast. God damn it. They know me in Colorado. They know me in Portland. They know me in Washington. They know me in Dago. Yeah, I'm popping shit on this podcast. Yeah, in, yeah, hey, no, I'm, I'm really just, just turning on mine. I'm playing it modestly, but yeah, make sure y'all support our hat. This is dope. Shout out to you. Are you excited about it? Like, did, did, when yeah, I'm excited you? because I'm going to keep it real. That nigga's. You got to know your weak your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I'm not the most uh, fashionable nigga in the world. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I, even though I did my this was with the with the quarter. Oh, I ain't never seen it. I've been lacking in the hat game for ten years. I've never been good with headwear. He's been killing it in headwear. Debatable, you know bro. Saying? I stay seeing you in headwear, though. No, no, but my own personal oh, okay. headwear. You know what I'm saying? This nigga finna make a million dollars in headwear, mm. and I'm finna finally make my first 10000 Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Say so, hold on. I'm gonna need a collab. So, basically, he just, he had it. So, I'm basically like, let me build with my mans. We've been doing, we've been knowing each other 10 years. So, and uh, with his guidance, it's been going good. Plus, this nigga t- teaching me about rollouts. Now, I already mm. knew about rollouts, but I'm impatient, especially when it's money involved. Right. So he's teaching me, making sure you be patient, like have a quality, your product shots, make sure your product right. is good. Mm. Make sure you have a promo video. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Make sure you're not just posting it and dropping it the same day. There's a build up to it and build mm. some anticipation. Marketing. So marketing. Marketing. He's teaching me that like yeah. firsthand because I'm an impatient nigga. I will to get my iPhone snap. Hey, come buy it. Yep. And that's not good when you're trying to elevate your brand and you want to see hit certain price points. So he's teaching me that. That's why I needed that collab. All 22, 2022, I'm trying to learn from others and build teamwork and learn. And he's helping me. So that's, that's why this is important. That's always been your background. Like, you know, marketing or has it been like, you know, clothing? Nah, what's, what's been? Shout out my boy, uh, Walter Self Motivated Print in Shout Berkeley, California. Uh, I've been doing clothes for a decade plus. Shout out. That's where I met C. Lee back. Gang, gang. Um, the decade? marketing has been picking up about 2019, 2020. Okay. That's mm. when I was like, all right, marketing is key. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I done went through my ups and down trials and tribulations where, you know, it was. Niggas had several times we wanted to quit this shit. Nah, this that's a fact. Shit, I didn't want to quit. So much. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. almost quit. That's a fact. It's but, like, it's like you, you gotta go. It's like, when you spend five, ten thousand yes, dollars on sir. merchandise and your shit don't, don't sell, sell, and you just uh-huh. five, ten thousand sitting on the pack, uh-huh. basically. You sitting on the pack. And uh-huh. you can't even give this shit away. I'm, I got that's discounts, and my brother's still not coming. Man, so that's, a fact. that's why I'm learning marketing from that nigga because he's doing really, really good at marketing his hat. Way, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That nigga, that's, that's serious. Like, that's really, really dope. Wait, so are you shot. the one that's more hands on, like, when it comes down to promoting your, you know, the product? Are you yes, the one that's taking those pictures? Shout out to the book Contagious mm. and shout out to the book Consumer of the Customer's Mind. 
I read those and it gave me gems. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's helping with my marketing. You like to read, bro? Definitely got to read. That's what I'm saying. Thank you for the gems. So you read those books, like you covered the cover type thing. Definitely read the books. And they cover what clothing, like just branding in general, or just marketing? And ways to gather. Traction and audience, for Got sure. You. The Contagious Got book, for sure. $100 uh, Philly cheesesteak in the Contagious book. Nipsey Hussle sold the $100 CD marathon. Read that book. That's where he got the idea from. And you feel me? I I looked at him as I read the book, and that's how marketing came along. Now that's game right. Don't consider people still be buying a cheesesteak for $100? 100%. It depends. I'm like, you know, real, like, it depends. I how good the market is. I'm not buying no cheesecake yeah, for no exactly. hundred fucking dollars. I mean, come with champagne. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. It depends on that. Yeah. But, way, yeah. It, it all depends. I mean, that just shows that they know how to sell that product for real, for real. Yeah. That's a that, I wish I would go to the cheesesteak shop and they say hundred dollars, Mister Lee. YouTube, the HBO shit with two chains, most expensive is right. Bro, I've seen that shit. Twenty four karat burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that motherfuckers will pay for it, bro. Essentially, you have to just find out who's dumb enough to buy this shit. Right. Like if we're back, you want to break the market down too. Hey, idiot. <laughs> Man, nobody gonna buy it. I ain't gonna buy it. But if we're being completely honest, though, like people in Stockton, like, and then, okay, we're talking about we're in a barbershop right now. Shout out, boss. Like we said, uh, like when we talk about a haircut here and like how much the price is, if you go to LA, they're doubling up, tripling up, and people who are That's willing true. to pay for true. that. Very you know what I mean? So it's kind of necessity, though. I, I, need I gotta haircut. get a haircut. Yeah, you gotta get a haircut. You gotta get a three hundred dollar haircut, though, or do you gotta get a? You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point do you say for a haircut? Because a bad haircut to fuck up your week. Yeah, light skin nigga too. So I know y'all be a little emotional when the line fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. He be feeling himself on the gram, bro. When you get that haircut, that nigga definitely be feeling himself. I'm gonna keep. I've never told nobody this. That's a marketing scheme, is it? Yeah, that's just a marketing scheme. I just you know because people like confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, really, it really was content. Once I seen like, what well, people like me just fucking around like this. Mm-hmm. So every time I get a fresh cut, yeah, you know, come fuck with this shit, dog. You know? Yeah, and yeah, they just yeah. like it. You know what I'm saying? So the world is infatuated with confidence. That, so I give it to them. That's real. The world is infatuated with confidence. That's the biggest gem ever, bro. Because you can see it through it. You know what I mean? Like, especially with the pandemic, you notice, like, people do not know how to have conversations no more. They can't see eye Absolutely. to eye. If I look at that's another true. man in the eye, it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like. A lot of our children are socially awkward. That's a fact. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. That video yeah. game be making motherfuckers plumb dumb. Man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like not saying it's the video game's fault, but just not sociable people. Right. Mm-hmm. You get around people and just be weird and you know anti-social and not talking. So how do yeah. we break through that though? Because I mean, obviously, it's not getting better. You know what I mean? I think we gotta make motherfuckers just be social. Even yeah, even, even if you gotta be through social media, get used to talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if That's you got if, whether it's through live or something, actually physically talking to somebody is important. And mm-hmm. reading too, so you can expand your vocabulary. Yeah, That's real. When you yeah. first started out, you know, your, your lives were, was that was that something that you were nervous and starting out too? Also, you know, also, or you just nah, jumped into it? You didn't look back. Like, how was it when you first started that? Uh, first it was just talking shit. I got nervous when it started to grow a little bit because yeah, the audience. But then, and with, with repetition, you kind of get used to anything. So you just get used to talking. And uh, so yeah, that's what it be. But it, in person, I still don't even talk to everybody. I'm gonna keep it real. I, yeah. In person. Just because some people don't be worth my conversation. Nah, I be seeing you bring the energy everywhere you go, silly. I ain't Pretty gonna much, cap. But like sometimes, like, cause I'm so C legal for the people on the internet. Yeah. People be wanting me to be that in a grocery store, in Target, in Walmart. When they see me at an event, sometimes I'm just chilling. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to just be all energetic and charismatic. I'm just chilling right now. Makes so sense. people sometimes be like, oh, you ain't. No, nigga, I'm tired. Did you paying me? Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just chilling. I'm at the movies, nigga. How how um how everything been going this year for you, though? You know what I'm saying? We going into, we just ended. The- Besides the taxes that just got hit in my motherfucking account. You did your, you did your taxes? You, fuck, you no, did your- I, I forgot I to pay to some pay taxes in 2018. Oh, fuck. And they just took that shit out of my account. Besides that, my year is going actually. Wait, they, just took, they can do that. They can just take the shit up. Fuck yeah! IRS can do anything they want, bro. Yeah, they want. They want to just snatch that shit. Say that shit. So that was responsible me. So I, I, you know, that was on my heart to say. Everybody, make sure, especially if you're an independent contractor, do your taxes. If not, they're gonna do them for you. Yeah, they did. They're gonna take a lot more than you should. You know what I'm saying? But. 
Besides that, my year has been going good. Um, like yeah, I said, teamwork is my focus. 2022. That's how I really got to I'm praying a lot. You know, like, praying is my focus. Taxes? Y'all got something for me, bro? I still haven't done mine. I, need, <laughs> I still need to do my shit, bro. That shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I ain't done my up taxes, bro. No I know, though. April that's something, right? That's, that's the last one. or something like that. I, I, it's really no deadline. You just got to pay if you miss the deadline now. Oh, okay. If, you know what I'm saying? So I got to do them this week. You yeah. do the motherfuckers, man. That shit is important. I still ain't taxes. paid 2020. Oh, yeah, I paid 2021. Hold on, bro. Stop. Don't say that on camera. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no I mean, shit. They know. Hell oh, fumble. Yeah. Hey, hey, fumble. We got that. I hope we got that shit on camera, though, Cap. Hey, um, <laughs> my bad. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He got the shit. My bad. He got the shit. Where can they, where can they, um, we're God, it's a lot of shit it's going on right now. What's the description about the hats, though? Because we didn't oh, really go man. too much into Let's detail. Go, I see the Which camera are we looking into? Hold on. Y'all looking into this one? Y'all looking into this one? Gang, this gang. One. Oh, yeah, yes, Sirskis. You know, Corduroy. If we could just explain it a little bit, because like. Oh, man, you know, Breaking Hearts Club have been going on since 2011. You know, that's my brand. Um, You know. What's the, um, yeah, what's the patch right there? Here we go. 2020, that's the patch. You know, see, looking for the people. BAC Breaking Hearts Clothing. Um. Let's talk about it. Y'all know the scene. Let's talk about it. Breaking Hearts Clothing. Where the scissors at, bro? Corduroy. This shit finna sell out on the first day, so you better get on it. We got that Romans 828 in the back. Basically, that means like, you know, uh, things will work out in favor for those who love God. Yes, sir. Everything is going to work out. You're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Is that that the actual scripture? Yeah, it's pretty much. I don't want to go all the way deep. Speaking of religion, just a little bit. Are you spiritual at all? Like, yeah, yeah. I pray every day. Not believing God. Yeah. Yeah. Was the time you went to church? Uh, probably like a few years ago. Yeah, but, nah, actually, I'm lying. I went to online church. Recently. There you go. You went to online go. church? Hell yeah. There you go. Listen nah. to the sermon and all the shit. That counts. That does. That, that, that counts. counts. Hey, the Lord that knows. That's the like, Lord knows. Nah, me, nah. Me, me and him have conversations about it all the time. It's like, oh, we have our own relationship. You know what I mean? Do we have to go yes? And do we yes? Maybe no. But like, it, my thing, bro, like, especially this year in 2022, I have been going on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, as sports, right? You're you're getting better at your craft every day. Exactly. You're putting up shots. You gotta get better in your faith. You gotta exactly. you, you gotta, you gotta, gotta learn more. strengthen it. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, so I was just fucking before I got to Stockton. God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, talk about it. Doing some fucking fornication. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get into it right now. It's the truth. I be justifying my fucking, but realistically, I know like you can't just be fucking like that. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. When you learn more and more about the word. So I, you know, I need, I need to know, Seely. I think this has got to be a BSP exclusive right here, bro. How old are you, bro? This nigga yeah. asked me that. Hey, why they ain't you? 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 Why they Cause I don't grow facial hair, so people be thinking I'm 19. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga, how old are you, C Lee? Nah, I'm an OG nigga. Not hella old though. I'm not in my probably like 43. That nigga's crazy. I mean, cause you be out here, bro. You still moving and growing. I told you off camera. Do I? Did you tell us I told you off camera? I don't remember, bro. I told you off camera though for sure. Yeah, no, I said cause I gotta say you still out here in the club, still hosting your shit. You know what I mean? You still hop on an Instagram live. Still attractive around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know what I mean to be an OG and still be relevant and keeping up with times. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's the infatuation with it, but hey, I like it. Hey, goddamn it, keep asking. Niggas gonna go to the grave without releasing their age. somebody I went to high school That nigga was in. Somebody gonna do it. That is true. I mean, do you believe 40 is the new 20, though? Like, you think you just getting started in your party? 40 is 40. What the fuck are you I'm 25. Oh, you young nigga. How old are you? Young. 28. Oh young shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Hold on. Now yeah. we're getting close I'm to see right this thing. I'm, right I'm, right I'm fucking there, bro. I'm <laughs> right know. fucking you, there. You married? I ain't met. Hold on, we ain't. Hold on, we ain't. This ain't about me. We ain't here to 
facility, you know what I'm saying? Oh. You ain't here for so all that. So how long have you been in your relationship then? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Shit it. Shit, me. Quite a goddamn minute. I ain't going to cap with you. Ooh. What is that? Like nine years? Nine going on nine years. So this year. how come art educate me? And I want you to be completely honest. Oh, goddamn. How come in relationships it is disrespectful for men or women to uh, interact with the opposite sex? Meaning, here's an example. There if you you've seen a, a young lady who you thought was attractive or a young lady that she was just cool with, if you took her out to go eat or at lunch, that would be considered cheating, yes or no? Uh, no, In my relationship, negative. That would not be considered cheating. I'm calling bullshit. That's fine with me. I'll call That's bullshit. fine with me. So if you met a young lady at a food truck and y'all sat down and was eating and then her sister seen you, you wouldn't get in trouble? Okay, hold on. I'm not sitting down with the female. If I'm ordering a taco from the taco truck and it's a female there and she asked me, oh, what'd you get? They get us a conversation. All right, what, but how what, that if a sit down? what if y'all sit down and just start talking? Like, you know what? You want lunch okay, or something. Now, my what ifs ain't everybody's what ifs. I know how to, what I'm not going to put myself into. I'm not going to go sit down at a table with a female over okay. some tacos. Now, why though? Now, because I wouldn't want my female to do it to me. But it don't mean y'all fucking. It. It's just a conversation. No, I, I understand that completely. But now, like, if my shorty go get a burger, and at the end of the day, she want to get a burger and some fries, and homie like, oh, you want to try this shape? Start a conversation. They go sit down, and she sit down. When I feel some type of way about that? Is that cheating? Did she cheat on you? Not saying it's cheating, but what I feel some, some type shouldn't. of way. That's my thing. That's what's, that's my problem with relationships. You absolutely Would should. You? Because as we're, as young adults too, you should be able to interact with the opposite sex without it being disrespectful to your partner. Mm. To an extent. Bro, 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 bro. To an extent. That's that's like, that's 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 conversation, but to sit down, cross table, If she go home and suck his dick six ways to Sunday, that's cheating. That's fucking cheating. Nigga, that's cheating. Have a conversation and then she come home to you ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ちょっとね、ち
No. I ain't gonna lie. I Not can't wait for Celine to get married because or get in a relationship, is, bro. I've learned it just with people in general, especially today. <laughs> this is fucking not behind you looking at you crazy the day right you, now. The day you feel like you control somebody or you try to control somebody is the day you're going to lose them. You have to allow people mm. to be people. If your big head ass want to go eat with this nigga, I know, what I'm, I know I'm valuable. I can go get 10 of you and she should feel the same way. That's if true. you want to go have a uh, conversation with 10 other women... I got 10 other niggas I can go get. That's how she should feel. Now that's how so far- when you when you feel like that about yourself, I, I can't lose here. I'm in a win-win. That's true. That's and that confidence just, we talk that about. Fucking just control, I think it's unhealthy. It's mm. super unhealthy. Because mm. then all it makes motherfuckers do is start lying, being sneaky, infidelity. Mm. That's mm. when the cheating comes when you mm. stop, when you stop somebody from being themselves. Let me go deeper. Like, well, I, can I stop you right there though? Come on. You say the control makes everything unhealthy. When it comes down to any type of when it comes down to any type of structure, you know what I'm saying? Any type of thing working efficiently, doesn't that have doesn't that have some type of uh uh uh, uh control. control? Don't you have to have some type of uh, structure that you have to follow structure and if you want that important. to work efficiently? Yes. So if you want everybody in a relationship to be, be uh, run wild, let them do what they do, learn on their examples from individuals, how efficient do you think that relationship actually is or is is it even a relationship at that point? Yes, it could definitely be a relationship. It could be. It is a relationship. It could be. Everything needs structure. I agree. But having other friends and being able to operate with the opposite sex could be a part of a structure. It should be a part of a structure because guess what? You've been in a relationship with, with this woman for 10 years. She has looked at other niggas. She has been attracted to other niggas. She has wanted to have a conversation with other niggas. And you have wanted other women. Facts. And you want to have a conversation with other women. The key word in your sentence, she has looked at, and I have possibly wanted, but that's possibly, oh yeah, yeah no, but, I'm, I'm but you have to look at it. You have to look at it for what it is. Everybody can have their mind can wander whatever it is, but mm. then the physical presence for what you actually can actually do. Okay, you know what's right and what's wrong. You know, you know what, what you got. You know what you got. But guess what? Anybody can look better, have more money. Her sitting down and having lunch, whether it's with a, her work friend or somebody she just met, a conversation is not wrong. Especially. A new friend, a new resource, somebody with a different perspective, somebody with similar upbringing, you never know. So she might have been raised in a foster system, I'm not talking about your girl, and she meets somebody who's raised in a foster system who can understand her traumas, her ups and downs better mm -hmm. than you can. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's fine for her to have that friend yes. so she can vent to and talk to because you can't understand it. Yes. But if she can't talk to nobody of the opposite sex or it's going to be disrespectful, how do you even build these relationships in the first place? Right. This is true. This you is talk about networking. And then, and then just I see that I get, comparison. I, I do see that. But I get where you're going because like and then they, but what I've learned in my past relationships and even if you're talking about certain women because if you talk about you want a bad bitch, bro, you got that comes with shit. You know what I mean? That, come, that comes with real ass shit. Look good. You got to You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so it's that. like you got to literally just understand that that puzzle piece I'm my, my life you got your life when we meet together that's when that we fit and that's when it goes like and you can't you can't fuck up each other you try to control them she's gonna go do what she wants you try to control me I'm gonna go do what the fuck I want you since know we I mean? on relationships I, I wanna I, this topic was so good on my show I gotta ask y'all a stepmom took her 16 year old stepdaughter to get an abortion oh damn the real father found out about it and called off the wedding with his fiance her father, the father of this daughter, the yeah. biological father, found out his fiance took his daughter to get an abortion and called off the wedding. Yep. Who was right? Who was wrong? The father. Why? This is my opinion at the end of the day. You said stepmom took her stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. You know, I don't know the relationship that they have. But at the end of the day, for me personally, that's my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's, that's that's my daughter. Like you have no ties with her. I don't know how far back it goes, but like for you to take my daughter without like me actually knowing, because there's no way for him to call off the wedding if he knew about it. He didn't know about it. The father. Yeah, it's wrong. Communication is key in any type of you know civil relationship. Talk or if that you shit. Want to, so he, Pierre, who was right? Who was right? Who was wrong? <laughs> Talk that shit. Who was right? And who was wrong? Yeah, the father was right. The Say father that. Was right. The father was right. Say Why are, are you even? We supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? You supposed to let me know what's going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing stuff behind my back? Like, oh yeah, I'm finna go take her to abortion. Like, you know Out what I'm saying? Things, you supposed to let me know. We supposed to be a team. Like, you supposed to let me know what's going on. Facts. 
That's just facts. Who you got? I, 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 I can see where the father's right, but then also you think women to women. I don't know how the women, like women talk and all that shit. So like I can understand where like the, the daughter went straight to the stepmom and the stepmom felt like it was okay. Like, okay, you're woman to woman, go do your thing. But right, if, if that's my daughter, you know, say you better come check in with me before you go handle it. Unpopular opinion. Mm. The stepmom was absolutely right. If a 16-year-old come to you and say, don't tell my daddy, because she's probably already stressed out from being pregnant. I know my father's going to overreact, be mad, and add more stress already to a stressful situation. Plus, this woman is going to understand being pregnant. This woman may have been through this before, so I want to confide in her. Do you even tell the dad at this point, though? Well, apparently that's not the case. If the dad caught up the wedding, he must have been upset that he didn't know about it. Of course, he he was pissed off, but he had no right to be mad. Well... uh, yeah, he uh, has some right to be mad. Come Let me on, stop Sealy, lying. Come he has some right on. to be mad. Hey, you have to be more understanding. If she can lie about that, she can lie about anything. I don't and know I'm what she's doing behind my back. That's true. Hold on. That's, because that's if true. this stepmom breaks this young lady's trust, now she's going to go elsewhere outside of the home when other scenarios yeah. pop up. But the she, if she's a teen, 16, when a teenager goes outside the house to start getting help about life shit, yeah, is when bad. shit goes wrong. But teenagers go to the 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 person that's gonna not give them much tension. So she went to the stepmom because, of course, she's a female. But like, what if she went to the stepmom because she knows stepmom might be a yes ma'am instead of a yes oh, you know? Okay, what I if see that? that bro. I see that. I'm not point. gonna go to my. I can't one. I can't bring this to my dad. And two, if I, even if I don't want to, you know, have the baby, I can't even say this to my dad. The you know what if you know when you a teenager, you want to go who's gonna help you out. You don't want to hear the nose. You don't want to hear the popular opinion I have. The fact that she's about to marry this man, that stepmom shit is out. This is her child now. Mm. This, that stepmom shit is kind of gone, meaning I, I'm assuming the responsibility for you. I'm going to have to provide for you. I'm going to have to protect you. I'm, you was I'm the gonna, mom in the picture or no? I don't Do think know? the mom was there because yeah. that's why the stepmom and that's Did why the that dad situation. was there. So I don't think the gotcha. mom was there. Okay. Essentially, when you marry somebody or you about to marry somebody, they kids become yours in mm-hmm. totality. So you can't True. pick and choose like you're responsible no, I, I, for this I a, kid. I have a step parent on both sides. But you step know what I'm saying? So it's like, I really think she was, you know, the girl didn't want to tell pops. And sometimes you have to give a, a teen, even though they're children, sometimes you have to give ch- children the freedom of choice. And her choice was not to tell her dad. Mm-hmm. That's her body, her choice because... Him knowing changes nothing. This is still this young woman's body. Yeah. So I just so want to keep it or get rid of it. That's her choice. I, I just realized at the end of the day, you, I mean, <laughs> at, at, at the beginning of this day, you just realized, you said that uh, stepmom, stepdad, da, da, da. And you said he caught off the wedding. Caught off the wedding. I mean, that was about to get married. Are you doing she's, that? She's thinking way too far fucking head, bro. <laughs> She, you're not even a fucking ex, you're not even a step shit. You, you, you're a girlfriend at this fiance. But if they're damn near there though. Hey, no, it's not, no, it's, it's, nah. Not, no, if you want to speak context like we was talking about earlier, at the end of the day, it's about boundaries, communication, control. At the end of the day, she has a relationship with that man. And the only reason why she's with that daughter is because of that man. So she should have actually went about like, okay, you know, if I want to make this marriage successful, I need to communicate. She didn't communicate. That's her ass that she fucking, you, know, you feel me? Talk your shit. Like, come on now. Like, Talk I just realized, like, bro, shit. you saying like ex-wife. She ain't fucking ex-wife. She's still a girlfriend at this point. <laughs> this like, she, if she went and got an abortion with the, like, that's out. That's out. That's all. You would have called it out? Me. You would have called the wedding off if you found out that somebody took your kids? It, it, I mean, I don't, now, so you didn't say, I, don't, I really don't know if the daughter actually wanted this. And at no, this the point. the daughter definitely wanted it. Now, to the, I, I'm, a, I'm an open person. I would communicate that to my wife. I would feel some type of way. Calling off the wedding? No. But it's like, you know, that's just me. No, but I would expect. No, I would I'm say my peers say you you lie about that. You gonna you gonna hide something else too. I, for I sure. don't think I'm gonna call off the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna speak my opinion. Yeah, though. I'm like, that shit's all the way foul. But like, I'll let me know. Yeah. Like, what's going on? I, I, for real, man. Them teenagers. I will. I've learned with teenagers. If they can't trust nobody, that is a very, very dangerous place yes. for a teenager to be. Especially right they, now. That especially. is a very dangerous place for a teenager to be when they don't there. trust That's nobody. Probably, we've been because there, Because all it takes is that one bad influence that they trust. And now your teenager's selling dope. Now your teenager's selling pussy. Now your teenager's Damn. robbing, bipping like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. When they can't trust nobody in the household, they're going to find somebody to trust. Yeah. And you better hope they don't trust nobody in the street because that no shit cap. can go left. Quick. This is no cap. That's how the motherfuckers oh. be on coke hella bad. No, like, and literally, you know like, saying? I was getting ready to laugh about that too, but like, that's some real ass shit though. It literally transitions to just like that to one of those, you know what I'm saying? One of those outlets. If you yes. don't have that type of, you know, father figure, mother figure, somebody's gonna be able to direct you in the, you know, the path. Who was that for you growing up? See, you seem like you got your head at 43 shit. years old on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm a kid. I looked up to a lot of street niggas, but my mama was on my ass. I remember I was. When we first moved to the suburbs, I was, what, second uh, semester of my ninth grade year. I tried to be a hustler selling weed and 
shit like that. My mama quickly, once I got busted, my mom quickly was like, nigga, hold on. Nigga, like, I'm making all these sacrifices so you can be good and you trying to hustle and sell weed. And once seeing, seeing that I broke my mama heart made me turn away. Like, you know what? This mm. ain't for me. My, my mama not feeling it. So my mama was a big influence to me, if I'm being honest. My mom was like, really like a hustler, like making shit shake. She taught us how to turn nothing from nothing. Mm. Like, not from nothing to something. For example, like, we would, she would get us some fresh ass Jordans and then take us to like JCPenney's Target, Walmart and put the clothes together mm. because she didn't have the money to basically get all the f- fresh shit, all the designer mm. and shit. So, that was, you know, gave you me. You saw her make it work. Make it work. Make and it I'm work. still like that today. I'm going to keep some fresh mics on and I'm going to piece the rest together. I'm yeah. the sauciest nigga in the building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Same so way though. She taught work. us like not to really find your confidence in what you got on, but. Limba Chicken Chamin, Retro, a.k.a. Big Wara. Yo, it's Big Fred, a.k.a. That did too so the podcast. Kiki Tsubafetu, and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms. Who you are as a person, and you push it together, and you do shit your way, so... My mom was a big influence. Like, yeah, my mom, I'm going to keep it real. My mom. Shout, shout out to your mom, for sure, for sure, man. Shout out, mom. Yeah, what about for you, my man? Like, what was, what was, <laughs> nah, <I'm talking. laughs> what was, what was your, who was your, like, you know, influence growing up for you to be able to transition to be a better person type thing? Um, everybody I ain't going to lie. My, my pops played a big part. Uh, I have my moms and pops. My pops passed away when I was 23, but I didn't realize Sorry, it when, I was a t- so growing up, I didn't realize how valuable he was to me. He had me more in line for my allowance. Like he's give me twenty, forty dollars a week, like you know, mow the line, take the garbage out. But he was really preparing me for the real world. But right. I didn't understand that as a teenager. I wanted to go to the club and turn up. Uh, growing up in Richmond, and I had asked him. I turned eighteen. You know, when you're a teenager, you feel like nigga, ooh, I'm trying to you know fuck hoes, do all of this, but I'm still under his roof. Yeah. So he like. We uh we riding. I had ran. I had went to my partner house, and he calling me, calling me. Pulled up. He was like, "Come back to the house." I'm like, "Why are you so over like so strict?" And he was like, "You are gonna find out when you have a kid." Mm-hmm. And you know, I got a ten year. I got a ten year old best son. Line for every mm-hmm. That's a fact because I couldn't go to every kickback, every house party. But he was just, you know, I was his only son, so he was very he was on me. Adamant, but adamant. So my dad had congestive heart failure. And we had a talk. He didn't really know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. His, they grew up in Mississippi. So, like, he would show me, but I didn't really, we didn't really, he he never told me he, like, he loved me. So, like, when he was in the hospital at Stanford and we just talked, like, you know, he was like, you know, you know, I love you. This is what I did it for. My son name is Pierre uh, Robinson. Uh, and he was like, why you didn't name him the fourth? Mm-hmm. And then I just like leashed out, uh, lashed out, like man, you know what did you do for me type shit? Mm. And and I ain't gonna lie, he broke down, but I didn't understand. Like, but as a teenager, I really didn't understand. Yes, right. So when he passed away, it was like, damn, I am who I am today, and I established my son got his own business, started at seven years old, Demir Smoothies. Mm. Uh, every dollar you spend go to his trust fund, so he can Amen. have a head start when he turned eighteen. Amen. Because I didn't have that. From my dad passed away, I didn't, I didn't have anything at twenty three. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I want to have life insurances and all of that. You feel me? No, tr- uh, GoFundMe or none of that. But wow. he really did teach me though, and I, I just, you know, I be trying to inspire and and, and spread the message. You like lived with your too. pops too growing up? Uh, yeah. So, uh, me and my, my, they got a divorce. I was probably like fourteen, fifteen. My mom bounced around Sacramento, Antioch. So I went to Deer Valley, uh, but I bounced around a lot. But my dad, I, I stayed with my dad for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely grew up with my dad. So yeah, no, that's that's real. In like the uh, black community, I ain't on cat, bro. Because I had a divorce house, uh, household too. You feel me? And my dad, you know, what I'm saying he was, you know, working all the time too. My mom, she tried to keep the structure, as you know, a little bit like what Celie was saying. But it's like, how is that for y'all? Like when you when we was growing up, like we always, you know, we want that love when we growing up. But it's like to an extent, like. I didn't really get that love from my dad either. I relate to that it's a little bit. Crazy, you saying this, bro, and this is real shit. I just had a talk with somebody. I show, like I said, my son got a business. You know, football practice. I'm there. All the shit. 
but I never physically tell him like I love you just yeah. because my dad didn't do it to me. See? But okay. and, it's, and it's deep because the the girl I was talking to, she was like, "Tell your son you love him every day. Just tell him." And it broke my heart. This is real shit. I'm listening. Um, I'm listening. My son, uh, elementary school, he had a crush. Told his mom, didn't tell me. Ooh. And that's the shit. Like, he's yeah. supposed to come to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the mom told me, like, he got a crush. I'm like, why he didn't come to his dad? She was like, he thought you was going to be mad at him. I'm like, why would you even think that? Mm-hmm. But I'm more the disciplined parent. Mm-hmm. So that shit broke me down. Yeah. So now I tell him every day I love him. You try to you have a different me? approach. Hug him. Yeah, different approach. My dad just, but you learned was, from that example, and yeah. you you, you changed it for the better of your future, your life. You feel definitely. me? Definitely, like definitely. So now I, uh, I, I for sure communicate with him and, and show him that love, so he can know. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm here That's for deep. him. You can talk to me. That's I don't want deep. him to be. Seely was low key talking about it. I don't want him to be scared. Growing up and then, you know, any situation like, oh, I smoke weed for the first time. I, I don't want to tell my dad, though. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to come talk to me. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. So, And you said he's so, 10 right now? 10. It's going to be 11 in May. That's respect, sure. bro. Yeah. Like, that's I, I, know, I know that's a process. that has been, you know, I have no kids. I got me partners either. around me that got kids. Yeah. I commend you, bro, because I don't think none of my partners had a 10-year-old. But, like, yeah. I really commend you on that, bro. Appreciate it, bro. How old was you when you had him? 21. 21. Yeah, 2021. Why you got him saying his age? Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't even my point. How old are you? Yeah, yeah that just I wasn't even my point. Nah, nah, that was just, that <laughs> was a great day. story. How old is C. Lee? That was a great, that was, that was, that nah, was a that's, really that's great that's story. That's real talk, because I was just talking to somebody about nah, that. No, because, no, nah, like, you guys are talking about father. I, I, For me, I had a great relationship with my dad, but it, I was, me and mom were always super rocky, because mom was the disciplined one. Like, mom was oh. the one that kept me, like, I, I prep, prepped me for life, because I noticed now, bro, I stayed by myself. I got a clean ass house. Like, like bitches come over, they look at me crazy. Like, you know what I mean? This, but mom <laughs> prepped me for that. I'm doing dishes. I'm over here cleaning the thing, making my bed every morning. You know what I'm saying? But I hated doing it at the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, bro, you tripping. I mean, her butt heads all the time for it. But she prepped yeah, me for life. Kinda, you know kinda, what I mean? Kinda, and yeah. then that love language shit too is it was crazy. I she lives in Arizona now, and in uh, Christmas time, I went out and seen her and. Me and her are getting, I'm getting older. We're able to have these conversations of like, you know what I mean? Reflecting back. And she talked about her love language being that buying things. Like she she gives things to, to show yeah. it. Mom never really, like, yes, she loves, she's loving and shit like that. But like, it made sense now. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, you that's know what deep. I mean? You know yeah, that's like, definitely deep. It was like, oh, that, that's where it hit me. It was like, damn, mom, okay, now, now I get it. You know what I mean? Like, that's it makes dope. sense. That's but that, I feel like that's what's good about it. It's like my mom, I you know, my mom, she upbringed me too. But- that's what is good about moms because they they teach you. Of course, you know they can't teach you like how to you know present yourself as a man, things like that, they, to the full extent. But like they they tell you little bits so that way when it comes down to uh, in your real life examples, you actually do know how to uh, wiggle through it. Like my mom, she always tell me like I, I got examples now. I'm like, I oh, mean, I can tell like you know you had a really good uh, your mom raised you right. I'm like, okay, yeah, like you know I say please and thank you. I open doors with mm-hmm. people around, little things like that. I do. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom taught me and my dad didn't teach me that shit. But it's like little things like that, bro. I just like the fact that she did do that. You know what I'm saying? Because my dad fucking, who knows if you know, none, you know of, none of this shit would have done. Yeah, I know my pops. My, that's where the studio at. My pops shop. But it's like, oh. at the end of the day, the upbringing is that my pop, you know, I don't play, I didn't play basketball. I did sports. My, my pop didn't really throw football to me. You feel me? Like my Makes brother's sense. a quarterback. He, you know, he, it's just, you know, the involvement that black dads, in my opinion, growing up back in my time, like, it just really wasn't there, bro. It's like mm. everybody, the dads just got to work. You feel me? And to my, I accepted it. You know what I'm saying? Like me, like right now I'm working all the time and I'm thinking that's the right way to go about life. You know, work. My dad always asked me, you at work today? Well, why, why you at the studio? Why you at the shop right now? I'm like, oh, I'm on my lunch break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he always like persistent. Like, why are you here? Like go to work. You know what I'm saying? But it's like at the end of the day for me, it's like as long as my bills paid, paid taken care of, I don't need to be at a nine to five, but my dad wants me to be yeah. at a fucking, you feel me? Like, get how, your money. How do you feel about that? Like, taking advantage of the 24 hours of your day? Like, are you are you off at a certain time, being that you're a content creator, being that you're independent, self-entrepreneur, both of you guys? Uh, like, is there is there ever time off? Is it 24 hours? Like, if we're being completely fucking honest, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll be taking time off. I, I need to rest because I, I have to think. Like, mm-hmm. everything I do is thought, but if and if I'm not resting, I can't think. Mm-hmm. You, I got to be witty. I got to be charismatic. So I got to rest. And if I don't rest, my energy is down and my I literally make money off my energy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So right. I have to rest. I, I got to rest. I usually 
sleep during the day, like a few hours here and there, and I'd be up all night. I'm a night owl because I used yeah. to work security for a decade. So mm-hmm. I'm just used to being up all night. That's how I move, though. Oh, that's hell. why my shows is at night. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look, I still work a nine to five. And that's going to say I got a successful business and Ooh. I done made. That's no. Here, please make that. Money. Make, say that but again. No, please, I want to like, say this for the people like, I still work a nine to five because I have a family to provide for. Mm. 2020 pandemic, a lot of money came in. A lot of money was. People brought a lot of money into me. Six months, I didn't work at all. It's strictly business, but you got to think. I got a son. I got a girl. I got a house. Mm. I got bills. Not only a house, but in the Bay Area, too. In the Bay Area, I'm spending a lot of money. Say that. So I'm like, damn, I can't be dipping into the business money to pay personal stuff. Right. So I'm like, I got to get back to work. So Mm. I still work at 9 to 5. Ain't nothing wrong with a 9 to 5. Nothing at all. You can invest in your business. Ooh. And you know, let's, I let's, still, let's touch on that a little bit though, because I feel like a lot of people get discouraged. Yeah, being nah, that they are they look at the media and they be like, oh no, not if I ooh, ooh. ain't nothing wrong with it, but you know what I'm saying? But you do it. You know, you know, the one thing I really didn't learn is the statistics that say most small businesses don't turn a profit till year three or five. Oh, yeah, that's it a fact. take time. And I didn't really recognize that. In clothing, that shit might take you seven or eight years. Definitely. Like, if you're not in it for, for the long haul, you might not make no money because it's like you might make money, money on one design, but you can't keep selling the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you got to invest in new shit. You got to invest in your marketing. There's so, always money going back in. And then people want more expensive shit. So you might have to do cut and sew and now you got to go overseas and get an account and shipping. That shit take time. Like, one, so one thing what the point I'm trying to make is in business you gotta have a bunch of patience right. you cannot Definitely rush the patience. process if you just looking for a quick dollar don't even jump in you are gonna burn that's yourself that's another thing too uh, in the clothing game it's very watered down now a lot of people trying to get in for the quick buck a lot of people reach out to me are I you- do brand development I work with other brands a lot of people hit me like oh bro I'm trying to get some money it don't work like that you feel me if you're not really passionate about it you know that's why a lot of people burn out. Like I said, I've been knowing him for 10 plus years, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of people that started t- 2010, 2011 yeah, that's still going. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably one of the few. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. No, no, that, that's now. real life, though. Like, because especially in clothing, bro. Like yeah. you said, when they get watered down, like everybody's making clothes now. now that's a fact. Now, being that you've been in 10 years, I know that there's a whole lot of ways to do clothing. Like, I hear about yeah. the dropshipping route where you didn't even got to touch the shirts no more yeah. and all that shit. Like, how do you be phony? Stop yeah, like, how, how do you feel about that, bro? Like, how do, you, how do you honestly, when it comes to that? Well, I'm just not strictly clothing, though. I'm like a real brand. So I got edibles, I got pillows, Talk I got, you know what I'm saying? Shirts, hoodies, females. I focus on a lot of other stuff. I do brand development. I help people out. You got females? This nigga I got said female pillows. stuff. I, oh, I think it's I'm really stuff. like tapped in. I, I'm <laughs> trying to like venture out. You know what I'm saying? It's not just strictly shirts and hoodies. I'm a real brand. You know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. So yeah, that's God why. Damn. How you got to keep it going. The logo, you know. Where, where can they find that on Instagram and social? Uh, at BAC Pierre. Um, OurBreakingHeartsClothing.com. Go on the website, fuck with me, you know. Yeah. I got something for everybody. You know yes, sir. Yeah, I'll check the description in the uh in the in the link. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, y'all gonna definitely go check that shit out. I wanna yes, talk sir. about something a little bit, C Lee. I want I wanna talk about Thizzler, because I got I've been around a couple artists recently and then would they talk about the routes and the ways they wanna go, the promotions and all that shit, right? And then the Dizzler gets brought up every time, you know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. Northern California and what they want. But I feel like now a lot of artists are kind of steering away from it. You know what I mean? And being that you're in a relationship with that, I just kind of want to get your opinion on it. Like, how do you feel about how Dizzler goes about marketing? Uh, well, right now, everybody is on uh, their independent, do it they way, build their own YouTube channel, build their own shit up, which is great. You should uh, build your own motion. But uh, one thing I know about the music industry, for myself included, you're going to need help at some point. Mm -hmm. You're going to need a team. You're going to need a platform. We all need one. You know what I'm saying? Even some of the biggest independent artists like Russ at some point signed a deal with a major label. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was temporary, he did it because everybody understands you're going to need help from somebody. Right. So I want everybody build your own shit up. Yes, do that. But the reality of it is we're all going to need a team because it's only so many resources, so much knowledge we have about everything as far as entertainment industry goes. So 
you know, I think people should build their own shit up. That's great. But if you're going to need help from somebody, whether it be a Thizzler, whether it be a No Jumper, whether it be a Vlad TV, whether it be a Atlantic, whether it be a, a Columbia or a Def Jam, everybody's going to need help. And it's no way to get around that. But how Thizzler pushes it, like, I feel like it's a lot of competition, like vibes. Like, they make everybody like be a competition like or like the best asian rapper or you know what i mean mm -hmm. things like that like i like, do you feel like that's the right way to go about it a little bit uh i don't i mean what are you talking give me a specific i mean i'm just a versus b versus c there's always battles going on it's always who's better than who you know what i mean instead of just being a platform to promote and, and my, well, i'm gonna just be completely transparent in my dealings with thizzler and me just creating content that's what the people will be liking and okay. that's one thing people got to understand is like you as an artist may like something, but you are not the consumer. Mm. The consumer thinks differently. And I and I'm not even just talking about Thizzler, period. The best numbers on my shows are when it's two people against each other. Okay. Like that's just content. That's what they if like. You, that's what the people like. They right. want to see a competition. Uh -huh. That's why it's done. So yeah, uh, you know, some people may not like it, but you don't you don't account for the thousand people that's watching this shit. Right. You're just one person. So So it's bigger than it's a bigger picture than just looking from the and outside I think looking one, in. Once like, people start building their own platforms, they're gonna see, you know, what works with for people and what doesn't work for people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But one thing I wanna say is like to everybody out there who has a problem with the Thizzlers, look, you could I'm not I'm my own entity. I I partner with them. But I just I wanna encourage people to build your own shit up. Like it's right. easy to sit and talk about what somebody else should be doing with their business. Cause right. I don't like when people do it to my business. Right. I don't that's, like when I do my true. philanthropy work and see like, be like, see, you should buy this person a car. You should get this, a PS5 to this person. Mm -hmm. You got me fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's your bitch to buy it. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Right. So instead of telling what somebody else, what they should do with their business, nigga, you go build your own. Yeah. It was just EDD out here. It was PPP. Everybody was scamming their ass off. Everybody had money. You mm -hmm. could have built your own Instagram, you could have built your own website, you could have built your own YouTube channel, you could have bought cameras, you could have bought everything you needed. Like, Say go that. build your own shit. Because sitting in the studio, sitting around talking about what another nigga should do is not manly. It's you not should it. not do that. It's I'm not, not waiting it. on no nigga. I'm not finna complain about no nigga. I'm gonna build it on my own. That's how my the CD Live song review came about. Dizzler didn't want to do the song review. I did it on my page. It went up. This is like shit. That shit hard. Let's do it over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that was our top show. Yeah. And that's why it's called the Sealy Live Show <clears throat> You. They didn't want to do it. I did it on my shit. And it worked. Like mm. I don't complain about what no nigga not doing for me or how they were running their business. I'm gonna go run mines my way. You dig? You you seen you seen your live your live shit grow. You know what I mean? Like is there your shit growing? I ain't gonna your lie. shit's going crazy. You know what I mean? Because like, well, is there an ultimate goal for you with that? I mean, I, I, like I, I said, like I've podcast. been telling people, I want to cross over into the tech world. You know what I'm saying? I, I've learned recently the tech world. It's a different level of money. Mm -hmm. Like what, what we think a lot is in, in the hip hop entertainment urban world is pennies to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So plus, I just want to really get more familiar because being from the Bay Area, living in the Bay Area, we are in the tech mecca. We are in the startup mecca. Mm -hmm. So when you say tech, you mean like NFTs, apps? What are you, apps, what are you saying? Uh, uh, startup companies. Um, like Sealy's a uh, promoter for Acorn type of thing. You know what, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, like, like voice all that shit is. We're in the mecca of it. You know what I'm saying? It's about a, all the delivery apps here, Ubers here, you know, Tesla, all that shit. Like, I want to I want to get into that, the, the tech world and use my talents there, my marketing, my hosting ability. I want to use it in a tech world. That's what I really want now. You know that's what I'm smart. Saying? That actually is an app that's probably not even existing right now. Like people where we can just go every, make a platform. I, every day, not, bro. Uh, and they got all these yeah, angel my. investors that's just funding these tech startups. You come with a good investment. They had throw a tech startup three to five million to really get the ball rolling. Them mm -hmm. niggas playing with some real money. So real money. It, it, it's it's not even smart for us to be from the Bay or living in the Bay Area in the and it's right in our backyard and we're not touching it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we should be touching that. So that's that, my goal. It's like an example. I was just having a conversation with a videographer this week and it's like, bro, a rapper is not forever, but a house is. You know how you do, you do those, yeah. they do the no video videos of the houses now, yeah. the real estate. Oh, you get contracted with a real estate agent or just a real estate company in general? That's that's different. So like, yeah, I see like that's that way with the tech route for you, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, nigga want to advance, you know, outside of just the music. I'm still going to always be, you know, in the hip hop shit and, you know, with my people because that's just who well, I you am. Are. But, it's culture. Yeah, nigga want to do expand. Like, that expansion is important. It's necessary. Expansion leads to generational wealth, bro. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's that shit what for What's next for y'all? What y'all want to do? That nigga want to be more light-skinned and drink that nasty-ass water. <laughs> No, that that, that, that he drinking ranch water in a bottle. Man, he different for that one. I ain't gonna lie. 
So he has mixed, he got some tequila, some to, lemon lemon in there, and some some uh, mineral water mix. That's what he's drinking on. You all right there, guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You said what, what's what's next for what's us? What's next? Yeah, what's next for y'all trying to do? Shit. Uh <laughs> oh, the light skin coffee coffin. Uh oh, he got the shit. <laughs> Uh -oh. I don't know what the fuck is going on right here. I just started doing this shit today. Let's um, answer for you personally. Not, not, not for blowing smoke, for you personally. Oh, personally? What's cooking up for me? Shit, bro. Um, honestly, just trying to stay afloat. Keep my bills going, bro. I don't really got too much going on outside of blowing smoke, keeping a stack with you. Just trying to make sure that that's being efficient. You know what I'm saying? Us, new season, new guests. We're going on almost our 100th episode coming up. So we're trying to make sure that that's actually going to be able to you know, be good moving forward but like for me my ice outside life and i like ready. that bro i got my nine to five i wake up every day at fucking six o'clock and get up get off at four get back home make sure my my shorty my, my girl for 10 years that she trying to you know what i'm saying get me caught up with <laughs> fucking, on, i'm over bro. here doing that that's my nourishment that's my water in the grass every day that's all I, you know what i'm saying i'm trying to make sure that that's always looking good and the dog you heard a dog remember forward them motherfuckers uh, the dog yeah the dog, Four the french dog. bulldogs you know these saying? motherfuckers got me fucked up but yeah, yeah. Breeze or no? uh well, yeah well i didn't breathe well uh, yeah, something happened. I, I I had a litter and fucking one of them died. One of them made it, and I still got that nigga, but I didn't tell him. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, it just happened. You wasn't actually trying to. No, no. But yeah. I got one right now that's in heat. But I ain't. I ain't, I don't do that shit, bro. I'm not in it for the money with the Frenchies. I ain't okay. Yeah. I really. I'm a. I'm an animal person. I grew up with dogs. Hear me yell at them. I don't know though. If you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I be beating the fuck out of these motherfuckers. Though. I ain't gonna cap. They straight jits. Yeah. They straight jits. What about you though, Jake? I mean, if we like. I, I, I refer back to our conversation that we had with you in the stew a lot, bro. When you talk about hitting the road and going and doing more for yourself. Yeah, you hit the road after that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We fucking did. did. We yes, did. we did. did you know what road. I mean? Yeah. And, um, Shout but, out to you. Shout out C. Lee. No cap. But, yeah. like, there's this, bro, this, this year has been weird, bro. I lost my job end of last year. I've been going in, like, full dive heavy into this, like, you know, self, self entrepreneurship. They gave you a severance or no? What does it mean? Like huh? at EDD, like safe shit. No, or? like when they let you go, did they give you a severance package? Where they get you? No, fuck no. And I was there for five years too, and that shit, bro. It was, it was that. I, that's where it made me realize I'm not working for another motherfucking corporate job ever again in my life, bro. Motherfuckers oh, got wow. me fucked up. I was there for five years. What really they put my time. Not damn thing, bro. Because they didn't like me, bro. That's what it was. Like, we can get into more out of the game because I'm gonna get mad on this shit. And I don't want to. They got my, they got you my dog. But like I said, that. everything oh, happens man. for a reason, though. For real, for real, because. My life has been good, bro. I've been happy. You know what I mean? I ain't been like, fuck, what, what else is there out there? I've been Don't literally trying to- nigga. That happened to me. Oh, no. Trust I'm me. I'm real. We can't let that happen. We I can't. Bro. We can't. I the first time. That's why I was scared to quit security the second time. Nah, I, I quit the, and I was just running my shop. It's when I opened my shop up. I stopped working. That freedom feels so fucking it good. Does. It does, Oh, bro. my gosh. Man. That shit feels so it's good. It's like a drug. Money, no cap. It my does. money was fucking running. No, that's why I tell people now. Don't open up no physical location if you got clothing. Don't right, do it. Right. Just stay online. It's actually cut yourself to overhead. Plus, people very rarely shop in stores anyway. You know what I'm saying? You can have a delivery service or, you know, just stay online or something like that. But be mobile, but don't pay for no brick and mortar location. Mm -hmm. You can look at the malls now, empty as a motherfucker. It's yeah, over with. Don't do it. Just check the time. Oh, shit. We, we've huh. been on this shit almost yeah. two hours. About <laughs> an hour. Um, no, but they have a touch on the, the, the expanding the road a little bit, bro. I hit LA a little bit. I'm just, I'm starting to see, like, bro, I, it's more, there's more to life than these 13 exits that I live in in Stockton, bro. It's like, Absolutely you know what I mean? Road. It's like, I know Dude. I don't have to live here forever. I gotta, I'm about gotta to go, go back to Dago soon, actually. I fuck with Dago. Come on, bro. Let's go. Hey, 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 I really so want to know, like, you really so fuck with, you really Dago fuck with Stockton, though. No. Huh? You really fuck with Stockton? Yeah, I fuck you, with Stockton. Like, heavy. you come out here a lot. I f not a lot, but when I need to support my niggas, I'm out here when I'm supporting my nigga DJ's Tri-Tip or Roots. I'm out here. Shout whenever out they DJ, shout out Roots. I just shout fuck out, with yep. Stockton just because uh, the people... I, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. The people here in Stockton are different than what I would say in the Bay Area. Um, and not in a bad way, in a good no, respect, way. Like respect, respect. Uh, uh, it's a little bit more... Damn, they're gonna be mad at me. Stockton <laughs> is a little bit more unified with the, at least with the people they fuck with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Obviously, I don't think everybody in Stockton is united, but when when a group is united, they really fuck with each other. And yep. I see that with y'all, mm. and I see that with my nigga DJ. And when a group fuck with each other, everybody's on the same page, and that group is trying to build something together mm. progressively. And I see that a lot in Stockton, yeah. a bunch of small groups trying to progressively build towards something. And that's, I just fuck with that. That's good we got to that see. in the Bay too, Brian, but I see it more in Stockton in my opinion. I respect we talk that. about Thank that, you. especially in season nine, we talked about that a lot. It was just collaborations. And I, the fact that you're saying that outside looking in, because here in Stockton, we don't, 
we want to say that, yeah, we're all working together, but bro, in reality, we're really not, and we should be, you know what I mean? And not just us, but like, just we're thinking music, thinking like businesses with collabing wise, all that shit. Like, I, I want to get your opinion on that. Like, should there be more collaborations when it comes to the music? And I know we can talk street politics and why it's not happening and whatever, whatever. I'm gonna keep but, like, real, you know, know what I mean? everybody always say that we got to work together. Hell no. Everybody ain't gonna sound good together in the music. Everybody, Damn. energy okay. and vibe ain't gonna match. I think, um, and I learned this from. I ain't gonna say who I learned it from, but the the code should be the leader. That should be the unit. You know what I'm saying? It should be a the standard. Mm -hmm. You know the the rule book should be the the leader. You can't don't disrespect dead people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Keep try to keep the guns out the video or you know what I'm the saying? Moral. The, yeah, the, the, the moral. The moral code should yeah. be the leader, not everybody trying to unite. If a bunch of you niggas unite on a song and it's weak as a motherfucker, then <laughs> we give true. a fuck. Or it was just all on a song together. That's, That's some true. real that shit. You know though, what I'm honestly. saying? And then even with podcasts, like certain personalities just don't go together. Right. They all match. This mm -hmm. is a matching personality. You know right. what I'm saying? But certain niggas just don't match together. It would be annoying to the audience. So this is nah, true. I don't think everybody needs to needs to go together. I think it just needs to be uh, a standard, a code. It ain't got to be unified. My opinion. That's you got true. me thinking right now. Like, what's a what's a collab song that I heard was that was like actually trash. It'd be a lot. Of, I'm, no disrespect. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be some. <laughs> it'd be some. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to link. Hey, that don't be it. Pierre, what's up with the uh, with the um, what's for the future? You know what I'm saying? I know we got the hat release that's coming out. I, actually, I didn't even know how much are the hats. I ain't gonna lie. Oh man, the hats going for sixty, man. Let's go. In real life, like I'm telling y'all right now, the detail on these motherfuckers is real life. We're seeing it early too. We're seeing it early, right? When this ain't released yet. Let's shout that out. When 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 can they grab them? April night. We're gonna be at Vegan Mob in Oakland, California. Pop up shop. You know what I'm saying? Come for places. Gonna be big by the lake. And for sure, we the vlog. Yes, sir. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be R&B karaoke. I'm be out there singing. Oh, Never yeah. <laughs> without me without you. I don't know. Keep being the host, Pop. Keep being the host. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. This nah, but I got a lot coming on, man. Uh, you know, collabing. I like to collab with uh, my black entrepreneurs. Say uh, that. Definitely trying to build with people trying to make a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah speak like You know, my nigga Seeley. I mean, it's been in the universe. It's been supposed to happen, but. Other brands on the up and rising. Uh, I'm also into like trading options. You know, I do stocks. Talk your shit, bro. I'm a generational. What you, what, you, what you got in your wallet right oh, now? Man. Yeah, what's crypto? in your wallet? Crypto going crazy right now. Right uh, now too? Dash, uh, Crow. Uh, fuck. Those, uh, yeah. It's hella shit yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it, I'm in the uh, fag, fag token. Okay. That's something I'm gonna have to put on. I'm gonna listen on. back to this and I'm gonna go. Yeah, nah. I don't make money. So when I wasn't working, I was making money off that. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm like day trading Bitcoin. in the morning, six o'clock. I got into Bitcoin up. at seventeen thousand. That shit at like what forty nine thousand. Oh yeah, you came. Yeah, nah, yeah. You I, made, didn't, I made a pretty you didn't penny. Pull though when it was up. No, right? I put you like thirty five hundred. <laughs> I made a good amount, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna say it on camera. I mean, you're but. still good though right now after the nah, dip because it nah, dip. It was a big nah, dip, dip was, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, we're going back up. Yeah. You're in the crypto sure. at all? I'm in the green. Um, I don't fuck with crypto. I fuck with stocks. I don't fuck with crypto at all. It's just yeah, not for me. the future, bro. Yeah, I, no, the crypto the future like, because I'm going to just say this for the game. I'm going to drop some game on here. Uh, it's a coin shortage. I work at the bank. It's a coin shortage. We going to go digital. You feel me? Apple Wallet, you paying on your phone. Boom, boom. The dollar is getting, bro, I'm telling you, get into crypto, learn it, figure it out. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It's money into That's that. We're going to be on the phone. Just, he said he worked at the bank, Because people was talking about that shit 2000. Like, oh, crypto ain't for that. Then that shit blew up. You know what I'm saying? I had money back in... You had in 2015, like said, 14? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was early. And I made a good amount. So, I feel yeah, I've been to that. You know, getting my son right, bro. Just trying to, trying to level up. I'm traveling, too. I travel. I be needing to get my mental right. That's yeah, really good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this year alone, I've been to five trips in three months. I'm trying to go somewhere every okay. month. Damn, uh, talk your shit, bro. Jamaica, you okay? Hell yeah. Costa, Costa Rica. Oh yeah, I'm gonna kick it. With, I gotta uh, kick it. Philly, New York. Damn, that's good, bro. Yeah, there's more than just nah, yeah, you gotta live, man. You gotta live for sure. I I be needing a mental break from the bay though, because I get. People, you know, see me successful, or whatever. I do be needing my break though. Shit, fucking family too. Like I be needing my break. Say bro. that. That's kids, respect. all the shit. 
I'll be needing to, you know, to go that's do real. my thing. That's real. That's definitely. What's real. one on your on your on your bucket list that you just want to go to before you know? Mm. Uh, Mount Deeves. That's that's bro. That's the that's like the wallpaper where they got the hotel and it's surrounded by water. You could get on the slide and slide down, bro. That's mm. lit. You see the fish flaunt. It's it's lit. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. Definitely I'm gonna go there. We we could be here all night if we really want to. I know we could be, but we gotta we gotta wrap it up here soon. I wanna ask both y'all, see Lee first. When it comes to the legacy. Well, all said and done, where do you where do you want it to be? Where, where do you see yourself, bro? Oh, uh, I want to see uh, what, what my God given destiny was. I want to uh, shine light on those who were overlooked. That's what I want my legacy to be. Mm-hmm. You look when everybody else, all the other people who was overlooked, all the the have nots, people who was you know the castaways. Celie looked out. Celie put them on. Celie gave them a platform. Celie used yeah. his resources to help them. Yeah. So that's what I want my legacy to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was put here for. That's. That's what I do for a living. The olive branch. See, legal for the people, y'all. You feel me? Fault the people. Nah, for real. Uh, shit. I'm into just inspiring people, brand development. People reach out to me. Like, uh, I've been doing a clothing line for 10 plus years. People reach out to me every day. Hey, how I start a brand. I actually do brand development. You can sit down with me and talk to me. I help you uh, start a brand, build a website, get a photo shoot, have your logo launched. I just want to help people, inspire people to start some entrepreneurship or, you know, help the kids out or whatever. But I just want to spark somebody to, you know, build something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's hard out here in California, especially Bay Area. We like the highest in the nation with rent and shit. So, right. you know, starting Absolutely. your own shit is, you know, yeah, you got that's big to me. Gang, for sure. gang, shout out to Blowing Smoke Podcast. I just, I hey, don't know. Shit go crazy. Barbershop Linda's come through, man. Hell yeah, man. You already know. Hey, season 10 coming soon. If y'all made it this far, follow, like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. Please. Y'all better click that. Click that. Click that post notification bell, bro. We're going to be coming right. You feel me? You already know what it is. We appreciate C. Lee and Pierre for coming through, man. For real. Y'all on the 209, you know, we had to do a big for y'all. Yes, Let's get it. That's the sign. See y'all later, man. Hell yeah. Hey everyone, it's Akila Friend here from Monuments to Me podcast. If you're a fan of current events and cultural podcasts, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Monuments to Me. It's a show that covers societal issues, pop culture, and of course, Black women's empowerment. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, a network anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.